time once again for everybody to come aboard the podcast. It's the O Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, CW, and today you would think we would be talking about the Godfather, but we aren't. We are talking about someone completely opposite. This is the Miz Appreciation episode. Now, I know what you're thinking. No, I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking, but... The reason I wanted to do this is because I feel like The Miz gets a lot of undue hate on the internet sometimes or, you know, some praise. I guess it's the internet. You, you can go either way. But I've followed The Miz's career since its inception. Um, and even before, I was, I was a, I'm, I'm not going to say I was a fan of his, but I was aware of Mike Mazanin when he was on The Real World New York I believe. I used to watch The Real World with my mom. We sit down every Saturday uh, every Saturday morning when I was in my early teens and we would watch Real World episodes and critique and laugh at all the ridiculous people doing ridiculous things and I think New York was the last one we watched together uh, before I started uh, my, my venture into the world all by myself. Uh, and The Miz was part of that with, I believe the lady's name was Coral. And they're the only two I remember. But they are the only two I remember because they had this really um, heated rivalry slash love-hate relationship. Miz, Miz said something that upset her and there was a whole episode about her educating him on black people or so it was it was deep and also you know a lot for the real world and uh by the end of the by the end of the show Miz and Coral were on good terms uh Miz left real world a new person but the uh the big thing in the or the running gag in that season was Miz was saying to everyone he was going to be a professional wrestler and anytime he had a free moment, he would call himself the Miz. He used to run around with this fake toy belt. He used to pretend he was the Rock. He would cut promos as if he were the Rock. And the Miz says he would do that a lot in the real world. And I, I always said, well, you know, I, I never said anything actually. I, I was like, well, you know, he's he has ambition. I didn't think anything of it. And then when the real world ended and he started doing all those uh, real world road rules challenges you know he was bulking up and I was like oh, it's okay it's good to see the Miz doing this thing and then it came out on the net that he was training to be a wrestler I was like oh well, you know good he's following his dreams come to find out he went to not NXT he went to ah, I forget the name OVW maybe I can't remember but I heard rumblings that he was actually, you know, preparing to, to come to the WWE. And then lo and behold, he showed up in the WWE as The Miz, the same character he was talking about on uh, Real World. And I, I preface everything to say that I believe Miz is living the American dream. Now, that man had a dream. Uh, he, he had a passion for the wrestling business and he set out to accomplish that and he did he did a bunch of times he's he's a multiple time world champion he's you know an IC title champ he's a tag team champion he's 
headlined WrestleMania. I mean, if if that's not evidence of someone following and accomplishing their dreams, I don't know what is. That dude did everything he wanted to do, and he is currently doing it. He is still a top guy in WWE. He's been a top guy for a while. He, I would say, is WWE's go-to sort of, not gatekeeper, but he certainly is their... Uh, like hey if someone needs to get over they're going to go to the Miz because the Miz will get them over the Miz will will be the heel he'll take the heat he will be the guy that they can they can uh fight and uh, fight over and you know get on the crowd side like Dexter Loomis they did everything they could to get Dexter Loomis over with the Miz and at the start you know it was working like Dexter Loomis was uh, I, there were articles I, I was reading they were like are we supposed to be cheering Dexter Loomis because I am even though he's kind of the bad guy here and then the whole thing came out uh, in the storyline and, uh, and then we were like okay yeah we're supposed to cheer him but the Miz got you know a lot of that over and now they're doing the same thing with uh, what's his name Bronson Reed they brought him in to kind of end that Dexter Loomis feud and he, she popped up on Raw and basically with the same kind of angle that Dexter Loomis kind of is like, well, you know, I'll be your bodyguard, but you got to pay me kind of deal. So the Miz is now getting that guy over and they they put him in these angles because he can do it. He is a he is now, oddly enough, one of the locker room vets when he started. There's you know, he's told stories of people, you know, hazing him and not letting him dress in the locker room and all this other crazy nonsense and now like he's one of the oldest dudes there oldest not in age but you know he's been there his tenure in wwe is longer than most people uh backstage and you know i'm sure at this point people do walk up to him and ask him you know how to do this how to do that what should i do here what should i do there he's I would assume he's, you know, a ring general when he's in there. He's calling the match if he's not, you know, with a higher, you know, tier. Uh, higher tier is not a, a nice way to say that. When he's not in there with a more main event person. But anytime WWE wants to pull the trigger on The Miz and it's like, oh, we'll put the belt on him. It's always a solid choice because he, The Miz, for all his quirks and faults whenever he gets a title he is legitimately happy and it shows in his promos he gets he has the excitement of a of the same little kid who was running around pretending to be the rock you put a belt on him and he he puts that belt over he he's genuinely proud and happy to be doing the work to get you know to get the title to be a champ it, it has to mean so much to these men and women when they get a title strapped around their waist, especially someone who's dreamed of it on TV publicly. Like he, there is videotape. You can go through YouTube and find tape of The Miz on Real World pretending he's The Rock. So I love stories like that. I love people following their dreams and achieving it. And it's not like he took a shortcut it's not like the real world sort of uh, may, uh, made him more appealing to WWE I'm sure they were like well you know it it doesn't hurt but by the time he made it to WWE he was already years removed from the real world stuff and training to be a wrestler so his 
cachet and that sort of lane had washed away a bit. So he was just a legitimate wrestler. He did all the work. He did all the work, y'all. He took he took the there was no easy road, which is why I applaud him. Now, is the Miz my favorite wrestler? No. Does he need a new finisher? Yes. That skull crushing finale is the most confusing finisher. It it's like uh it's it's so convoluted. He needs a, a better setup. It it takes too much. He needs to to work that out. Um do I like his promos? Not always. But I I see the Miz as a success story like few anyone has ever seen. And and of course there are, you know, the Kevin Owens and the Sami Zayn's out there who've gone through the indies and built up a profile and uh, made it to WWE and, and you know climbed the ranks. Of course, of course. But I was privy to the Miz from early on. Like I, I followed him in in a very unconventional way. Like I said, through reality television. Long story short, Miz, I appreciate you and what you've done for the business and. For following your dreams how do you guys feel about the miz do you like him do you hate him but do you acknowledge that he's done a lot for the biz let me know in the comments hit the bell subscribe to the show on any and all podcasting platforms go to oldwrestling.com for a list of episodes thank you so much for listening i appreciate you too and remember I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah!